Welcome to HII Talking Points, a Huntington Ingalls Industries podcast. Twice a quarter, we'll sit down with HII leaders to discuss topics of interest in our company and industry. My name is Phoebe Richards, and today we have a special episode of Talking Points where you, our listeners, ask the questions. With me is HII President and CEO, Mike Petters. Mr. Petters, thanks for being with us. Thanks, Phoebe, for having me again. Of course, this is going to be a fun episode. We'll we'll see about that. (laughs) I'm I'm sure it will. (laughs) So earlier this year, we asked employees across the company to send in questions to ask you. We collected the responses and grouped them into categories by topic. So today we'll go through a selection of the questions from the various topics. So are you ready to hear what our workforce is thinking about? Yeah, let's see what we've got here. All right, well, we'll get started. So these first few questions address the future of HII as a company. So question one, what are the company's thoughts on the social age that we are in and how can we lead in the social age? Well, that's a really good question. Um, I think, uh, frankly, I think most companies are really wrestling with that question right now. Uh, One of the things that we believe in pretty strongly is that uh, if if you're gonna be a leader in this organization, you're going to be on a stage 24 hours a day, seven days a week, because people are going to see you uh, not just at work. They're going to see you out in the community. They're going to see you by the activities you participate in, uh, that you're going to have a, a, a presence uh, wherever you are. Um, and in most of the communities where we are, if you're a leader for HII, that gives you some real visibility in that community. And that goes to uh, some of the, even extends all the way to some of the electronic footprint that people have. Um, And I think I I would say for us, our approach is that don't ever forget that you're on that stage. Uh, If you're, I remember a story uh, from from the shipyard many years ago where one of the vice presidents was talking with his team about uh, cleanliness and keeping the yard clean. And uh, one night he was walking to his car and there was some trash blowing across. It was windy and there was trash blowing across. And he actually grabbed the trash and he picked it up and he put it in the trash can. And, and there was no one around him. But what he didn't know was that a couple of folks from his team were actually in a place where they could they saw him do this. And what they realized when they saw him do this that was that it wasn't just talk from his standpoint. It was actually some, this cleanliness thing was something that he really believed in. Um, and that's that really engaged them to think harder about not just what he said, but what he did. And um, and I think that, you know, the social age, the presence of media, the presence of of who we are puts us in a place where if everybody's watching, they're looking for us to not be the person we say we are. And so if you can make sure that you keep that alignment, then you will uh, preserve or even enhance your credibility and make you help you have a chance to be a more effective leader. Um, and if you're a contributor uh, without specific leadership responsibilities, you're on a stage 24 hours a day, seven days a week as well. And, you know, and so all of this, this gap between who you say you are and who you, who you really are, the more gap there is there, the, the less credibility you have. 
Uh, and I think that as individual, whether we're individual contributors or leaders in the organization, credibility matters the most to us. And so we want to make sure we preserve that. Excellent. Thank you. So next question, looking a little different, how will the administration's tariffs on steel and aluminum affect HII? Well, I think that remains to be seen. Um, you know, at this point, it, our, our assessment of the, of the tariffs on steel and aluminum is, um, uh, particularly for those commodities, is not, we're, we're not seeing major impact yet. I think that when we see impact, it's not going to be at the at the steel level. It's going to be in the component level, whether it's pipe fittings, pumps. Those manufacturers are going to be affected by the tariffs, uh, and they're going to then try to try to translate that forward to us. Uh, and I think it's a little early to tell. I mean, we're going through a lot of contracting activity right now, but uh, I'd say it's. Still a little too soon to tell. Okay. So next question. We are beginning to hear that the company is going to transform. What does this mean to those of us on the deck plate? Well, you know, transformation is an interesting word. And uh, I think I would start by pointing out that this is a company that has roots that go back over 100 years. I went to a meeting a couple of years ago on the New York Stock Exchange with, for, it was called the Century Club, and it was for companies that had that, you know, the, over 100 years worth of history and heritage. And uh, one of the main points they make at that meeting was that you don't make it past 100 years if you're not always innovating. And I think it's pretty clear that we don't do things today the way we might have done them 100 years ago. So I think we are a company that has been transforming or innovating or call it what you will. We've been doing that for all of our lives and all of the life of the institution. But I think that where we are today is uh, things are accelerating a little bit. Uh, I go to meetings and I sit with CEOs and for the most part, there's just there's two groups. There's There's companies that are... Uh, rapidly taking advantage of the of the new technologies that are out there, taking advantage of the engagement of their workforce to change their industries. And then there are companies that are affected by those companies. You know, there's the disrupted and there's the disruptees and, or the disruptors. And, and I would, I would um, like for us to be the company that whatever space we're in, that we are actually the disruptor to the industry. Well, that means that we need everybody to bring their best ideas. We need our least empowered people to feel confident in contributing to our success because we need them. We need our leaders to create environments where those folks uh, will step up and contribute. We need to understand what the pace of technology is and how we can apply that technology to our products. And we need to understand how our products might change based on how those uh, tech, how that technology uh, gets applied. Uh, and so I think that this transformation is, uh, you know, we're, we're talking about transforming the company, a company that has roots and history of innovation, but it's really a transformation of pace. We're going to more rapidly take advantage of those good ideas because I think that's what's going to be called for uh, 
for our future. And the more successful we are at doing that, the more successful and secure our future will be. Fabulous. Now, these next questions are about you. With the pressures you face every day, how do you maintain your values and ethics? Well, I have, um, uh, yeah, that's, that's an interesting question. I, I don't know that I think very hard about that, but um, I have a, a very strong and supportive wife, my partner, best friend who keeps me pretty grounded. Um, I have uh, our family is kind of the center of everything that we do. Um, and, and we have a couple of daughters and they're both married and we have a granddaughter now. And so that just, that, you know, life around the family structure is really important to us. Uh, and it's really, it's really a, a pleasure for me to watch our children, uh, you know, begin their lives in, in their careers and begin, you know, kind of shaping the way that their futures are going to, to play out. Um, you know, beyond that, I do think that there, if, if it really matters to you, you'll, you'll allocate time to it. And you can tell what's important to people by how they allocate their time. So we put a lot of time into our family. Um, but I think you have to put out, you have to find ways to spend time thinking about uh, what are the ethical issues that we have? What are the moral issues that we might um, face? So I do spend some time uh, reading or interacting with folks uh, and talking about those things that happen in life or in business that challenge people and trying to, th trying to think through, you know, how would I handle that situation? How would, how would our company handle that situation if we were faced with it? Uh, you know, one of my favorite things that we do at the corporate staff level is that uh, we start our, our monthly staff meetings. Um, we have a safety uh, discussion and then we have an ethics discussion. And uh, to me, those ethics discussions always move from here's what happened uh, in this case to a discussion about how would we handle that as an organization. And I think those are they're not always cut and dried. They're not always clear cut, but it's always good to be practicing and working on how you, how you're going to think about these kinds of things. Should they ever happen to you? Um, so I think all of that together, uh, is a way for us to personally try to always stay on the high ground when it comes to these kinds of issues. Uh, and, uh, uh, you know, nobody's perfect, but we do the best we can. All right, so this next one is a fun one. So employees want to know, what are you like when you take your CEO hat off at the end of the day? <laughs> yeah, well, you know, we kind of talked about it a little bit before. Mm -hmm. I sometimes wonder if the, if you ever get to take the hat off because you're you're kind of always on stage. And um, I mean, I'm a I'm a I'm a dad. I'm a husband. Um, you know, that's that's kind of who I am. That's what I do. Um, you know, I like I like water sports. I like to exercise. I like to, you know, work on those kinds of things. Um, my wife and I are interested in education, and so if we can work on a project that's helping uh, kids have more access to education, and that's very very good for us. Um, you know, so uh, but I I think the reality is that 
it's hard in the, at least in in the communities where we are it's hard for people sometimes who don't know me that well to kind of see past the fact that I just happen to be the CEO of the company but I'm just the guy down the street you know I think people no matter how much you want people to get past that they I mean that's what they see first and so you're even when you're not trying to represent the company you're still representing the company so I'm not sure I ever really take the hat off completely um, but but when I do I, I actually I know how to relax I'm pretty good at it very nice so last big question as the CEO of HII what would you like your legacy to be oh, legacy well I you know this is a hard one because I I don't spend a lot of time thinking about my legacy um, there's there's not anything that's happened in my career that hasn't happened without the help of you know dozens hundreds thousands of people and so to start talking about my legacy that's really a discussion about what do we want our legacy to be you know we we were here when we separated from Northrop Grumman and a lot of our employees were part of the commissioning crew if you will of this institution um, and our hope is that uh, somewhere down the road this institution will still have all of the values that we have uh, will still care about the employees the way that we care about the employees will still uh, support our customers the way that we support our customers and you know if if all of that is true and we're able to sustain and institutionalize that as a company that partnered with our customers and cared about our employees then i think that will be a pretty reasonable legacy that we will have created um, and i will i will um, i will be proud to have been part you know had a small part in helping make that happen but it's certainly not something that i did it will be something that we all do together very nice so, Mr. Peters, what do you think of the questions today? Uh, you know, tougher than uh, than I thought. So, <laughs> um, you know, I don't know how often you're going to do this crowdsourcing of questions, but uh, actually pretty interesting. Good questions that I don't normally get asked. You could probably tell by my answers that I don't get asked those questions a lot. No, so you had thought provoking answers. So and we definitely received thought provoking questions. So I'd like to say thank you to our listeners for submitting your questions. And thank you, Mr. Petters, for sharing your thoughts with us today. Well, thanks to everybody out there for the work that you do. And Phoebe, thanks for doing this. Thanks for listening to HII Talking Points. This podcast was produced by Huntington Ingalls Industries' corporate communications team. We welcome your feedback and ideas for future podcasts at www.huntingtoningles.com slash podcast.